0: This is Wattpad. Dark Waters Rising Book 1 by Ominously Anonymous. Read for you by Black Panther112358. Chapter 1. Raid. Author's Note. Welcome, my children. This is an LGBTQ plus themed historical fantasy. So if you're not interested in a romance between two men, I suggest you find a different book to read. If you are interested, then buckle up, my friends, because we've got a pirate here, and he's looking for some booty. Maura Montgomery. The ship shuddered violently as a cannonball ripped through the hull, throwing up thousands of tiny splinters in its wake. Wesley Roberts gripped the banister tightly to keep himself upright in that moment before he was once again flying down the steps to the main deck. Fire! At will! He shouted to his crew members that were frantically loading the cannons. A chorus of aye-aye captains followed him as he raced down the deck, checking that each man was armed and ready for what was to come. Once satisfied, he hurried up to the helm. Get us turned around! He shouted to his first mate, Caster Williams. If they come at full broadside, they'll be able to board! Captain, we won't be able to outrun them! Caster voiced his concerns doing his best to steer the ship away from the attackers. Wesley knew there was little hope. His double-masted brigantine was meant for trading, not fighting. It only had 12 guns. The frigate firing at them was a triple-masted vessel built for speed and war. It had at least 36 guns and could sink them in a heartbeat. The only reason they were still floating was because of the cargo in their hold. I know, Wesley said to the man but it might keep us alive for a bit longer. The ship groaned as it started to turn and the pirate vessel pushed to overtake it from the outside of its arc. Much to Wesley's dismay, it was catching up. The drooping sails above him were proof that they were losing the wind. Descending to the main deck again, the merchant captain addressed his crew. Prepare to be boarded, he bellowed. That ship out there is the blight of the sea. There will be no mercy from them, and so there will be no mercy from us. Let's show them that the crew of the Queen Adeline would not go down without a fight. Wesley drew his sword from the sheath at his hip with the last words of his speech, eliciting a response of determined cheers from his men. They all knew the odds weren't good. There were only 17 of them. The oncoming ship probably had at least 30 pirates. All of which, more experienced fighters than the merchant crew. They were outmanned, outgunned, and soon would be overtaken by the enemy crew. It was an honor sailing with you, Captain, the Sailing Master, Ash Warren said, standing beside him at the taffrail as they watched the blight of the sea glide up beside them. Cannons still fired from either side, making both vessels tremble from the impacts. However, the frequency of the shots slowed significantly once the enemy crew started swinging onto the merchant ship. Wesley gripped the hilt of his sword firmly as he started to fight the first pirate that landed near him. The man was brutish and fought with his strength, doing everything he could to overpower his opponent. Wesley grunted with the effort it took to block each of the powerful blows. He could feel vibrations of each strike rattling deep into his shoulders. And it unnerved him. He'd never fought a man of such caliber before. The sound of metal on metal rang all around the merchant captain as he fended off his attacker. When an opening presented itself, Wesley lunged forward and pierced the pirate beneath the ribs with a sickening squish. He quickly pulled back his sword and watched the man fall to his knees. Wesley felt as though he might be sick as his eyes latched onto the vile red liquid that dripped from his blade. He had never killed a man before today. He had sparred with many, but never had he taken a life. He shook his head to rid the thoughts plaguing his mind. There was no time to contemplate it now. They were still under attack. Wesley's eyes flitted wildly about the scene, an icy feeling overtaking him when he realized that even if Each of his men killed two pirates, they still would not win. A few members of his crew had already fallen. Their chances of survival were becoming slimmer and slimmer with each passing second. Wesley quickly brought up his sword again when another man rushed him. He blocked a blow with a clang before reciprocating with a few of his own. After about a minute of intense sparring, Wesley was able to trick the pirate into lunging and creating another opening. The pirate had barely realized what had happened when Wesley slashed his sword across the man's throat. Not bothering to watch him fall this time, Wesley rushed to help other members of his crew. Their numbers were becoming fewer and fewer, and he hated that they were at such a disadvantage. It wasn't fair. None of his men deserved to die like this. That's enough, a strong, authoritative voice bellowed over the chaos causing it to immediately come to a halt. Wesley's eyes shot to the taffrail, where the owner of the voice was perched, eyeing the scene with a cat-like, calculating gaze. Which one of you calls yourself Captain? I do, Wesley spoke confidently, puffing up his chest and refusing to show any fear. He knew of the ill fate that would likely befall him, but he would rather endure it than see any harm come to his men for staying quiet. The man's predatory gaze latched onto the merchant captain. An unsettling smile spread across his lips at the discovery. He hopped down from the taffrail and approached the merchant captain with a slow, deliberate footstep. When what remained of Wesley's crew tried to move closer to defend him, the nearest pirates made short work of restraining them with blades to their throats. Drop your sword, the pirate demanded of Wesley, holding his gaze, or they all die. Wesley stood his ground, even as the pirate blatantly invaded his personal space to intimidate him. He was close enough that Wesley could see his eyes were an odd shade of lavender, even in a dim light. Glaring at the man, Wesley let his grip loosen until his sword clattered heavily to the deck. He had no choice but to cooperate now, lest his crew be slaughtered like lamb before his eyes. Good boy, the pirate praised him, grabbing his chin and tilting his face from side to side. Wesley jerked his head out of the man's grip, sending as much hate as he could convey through his eyes. Up close, Wesley could see how muscular the pirate was. However... The distribution of that muscle over the man's tall frame presented him as more of a lean yet toned figure. In addition to that, he held himself with an unprecedented grace that Wesley simply couldn't wrap his head around. It was odd to see coming from a pirate instead of a nobleman. What cargo do you carry on the ship, Captain? Silk, he announced. And wine. The pirate seemed pleased with the answer. That will catch a pretty price with my buyers. You can have it. Just don't harm my crew. You are in no position to barter with me, Captain, the pirate mused. Tell me your name. I'd rather not. Wesley let a bit of his defiance slip through. He didn't want to give the pirate everything. If his name was the only thing he was able to take to his grave, then so be it. In a flash, the pirate gripped Wesley's chin again and glared harshly at him. Name, he demanded again in a deadly tone. Pray I do not have to ask again. Wesley Roberts, a voice from Wesley's crew piped up, and the merchant captain looked over to see it was his first mate, Caster. He had fear in his eyes, not only for himself, but for his friend and captain as well. Wesley Roberts, the pirate repeated in a low, breathy tone. Do you know who I am? Wesley blinked, looking around briefly. Judging by the control he had over the pirate crew, this man had to be the captain. His ship was a blight of the sea, known widely for its ruthless crew and captain, which meant he had to be the one and only Valentine Cross. Very good, Wesley, he breathed, the warm air fanning across the merchant captain's face. Now I suggest you listen closely because I don't do this very often. Wesley perked up a little bit in curiosity and confusion, though he tried not to let it show. I'm prepared to offer you a deal. What kind of deal? Wesley asked, feeling skeptical already. I seem to have found something I want even more than your ship's cargo, he said with an unsettling smirk. And I and prepared to let what remains of your crew sail free, if I get it. Name your price, Wesley said, at this point ready to agree to anything if his crew would live. Valentine reached out and tilted Wesley's head up so he could get a better view of it. His smirk seemed to grow as he let one little word slip through his lips. You. Author's note. Who's ready for a pirate-filled, historical, and fantastical adventure? Fun fact, before I started writing BXBs on this account, my main genre was historical fantasy. Figured I'd make use of all that nautical knowledge I've been gaining through research for one of my other projects to bring you this. This story is set in a random fantasy world, so none of the places, names, or events are supposed to correspond with our world. Thanks for the read. Mora Montgomery. This audio recording has been brought to you by the independent development of author Mora Montgomery at Anonymously Anonymous and Black Panther112358. Thank you for listening. The music you're listening to right now is from ZRK No Copyright Music, a YouTube channel. Please check out their Pirates of the Caribbean remix, copyright-free. This story has been copyrighted by Maura Montgomery, 2020. All rights reserved.